Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Morning Moxie Show. I'm Alicia Sharp, your host. Today we have a really neat episode um, with Sean Bowles and the guy from TBN, and they are talking about hearing from God, and it's actually a question and answer session where people had written in questions to Sean about how to hear from God in specific situations. Here's the interview. What's up, YouTube audience? We polled you who are watching on YouTube, what are your biggest questions for Sean Bolts about hearing from God? So Sean, we have a challenge for you. Yes. I've got 12 questions here from our online audience. I mean, I want you, because it's YouTube style, I want you to answer these rapid fire. I'm oh not even going to follow up. Oh Lord, I hope. I'm not even going to follow up with like a follow-up question if you say something super weird. I'm just going to let it, <laughs> I'm just going to let it be out there. Okay. Yeah. And here we go. Are you ready? 12 questions okay, in a row. Ding, 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 ding. All right, first question, does, does God ever give you... Pass, I'm just kidding. Pass, yeah, you don't need that if you really want to. <laughs> does God, number one, does God ever give you signs to confirm that he's speaking to you? Absolutely, God gives you signs all the time. In the Bible, it's full of signs. Look up signs on Bible Gateway and you're going to find about 120 scriptures about it. So I'm not going to go through them all. But um, because it's in the Bible and it's one of the ways that God likes to confirm, he likes to reveal, he likes to take things deeper into you. Um, he will give you signs. He gives me signs all the time about the number 2-2. That's one of my main signs. It will be everywhere when he's trying to speak to me about something in my life. I will stay in room 222 that I did not book. I will, st I will have every receipt for every coffee shop will have 2-2 in it. And it's, you can either make something of something and pretend it's something, or you could recognize that moment and go, wait a minute, this is not normal. This is beyond. And so I'm going to pay attention to what God's saying in the bigger areas because he's bringing me my signs that he speaks often to me, uh, for me too. If only we had 22 questions, we only have 12. That one was too long, though. you gotta go a little faster. Okay, Here we go. Okay. How should I ask God to speak to me? Does God speak to everyone differently? Everyone hears God a little differently, but most of us hear him the same in the sense we get impressions. So 1 Corinthians uh, 2, it's, it's God searches the deep, or the Holy Spirit searches the deep parts of the Father and relates them to us. That means you're gonna hear the deep things of God, but it's usually through impressions. So you get a sense, a feeling, a knowing, a drop down revelation or information that wasn't with you beforehand. So here's how you should listen to God. Ask him questions and then pray and wait. You may not hear anything, you may feel stupid at first, but ask him, what should I do with this decision in my life? wait, then recognize if an answer comes later on that day, that week, and say, ooh, this is that. Just like Luke did and when he was writing the gospel. This is what they were talking about in the Old Testament now with Jesus. Learn how to look for God speaking in your life. Very good. Still too long. Here we go. I <laughs> just kept just messing with you. Okay, here we go. I'm so indecisive in my life. How can I know if God is saying not to do something or if it's just like my own fear? Yeah, I think the thing is, if God doesn't tell you what to do or what not to do, you're a son or a daughter. That means he wants you to make a choice. Just like when my adult you know, friends make a choice, it actually makes their parent look, look better because their parent has helped develop something inside of them that makes them a choice maker, that makes them mature enough to make that choice. When you're a baby or a little kid, you need someone to hold your hand the whole journey. But when you're older, you can make a lot of choices by yourself. So I wanna encourage you, when you don't hear something, make a really good choice that you think would honor God, and it does. That's good. All right, number four. Will God confirm who I'm supposed to marry? Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number five. For some five. people, that's it. For some people, sometimes. Here we go, number five. How to, know, okay, how to know when to keep going or give up based on closed doors. I mean, I'm, I'm that guy who's like, I'm a fighter. I'm gonna live for the door. I'm gonna, I'm gonna break through the door. But there is a point where you have to look at it and say, 
God, you need to fight more than I'm fighting for this because I'm trying to believe in you and in, in with you in faith for whatever this is. But I feel like if I keep going forward, it's actually putting other things on hold in my life or stopping other things from happening. So I'm gonna do the best I can to honor you. And, and unless it's something like if it's addiction, you need, to, you need to press through until it's done. But if it's a decision towards something that you, someone else has more power than you do in that decision, then you need to wait on God and let him be God. Awesome. Okay, number six, how can I know if God is really saying something? So for example, how do you know if it's really God saying to move it to a new state? Oh, YouTubes. Oh, you, this is so real. This is such a real question we get all the time. And the, here's the hard thing. You won't know until you start believing. You're going to have to start listening and then start walking it out. And sometimes you're going to get it wrong. And when you get it wrong, you're going to go, ooh, that felt like my desire more and that's why it was wrong. Or maybe you'll have a question mark. I don't know why that was wrong. But this time when I feel it, it really feels like God and it paid off and it worked. We have to build a history with God and that's part of learning how to listen and follow through with things. And maybe it's that question you just asked, like, am I supposed to move? Well, do the due diligence as a human being, but also when you're asking God and you're maybe taking a big faith step, don't beat yourself up if you get it wrong. God will be there on the other end to help pick up the pieces if something goes wrong. Mm -hmm. But just trust him again, try again, get more counsel next time, get a couple more confirmations next time, but keep going. These are so good so far, we're halfway there. You feel good? I feel great. All right, six more, here ding, we go. Ding, ding, ding. All right, here we go. <laughs> I always try to talk to God, but I don't think he's talking back. What should I do? This is like the majority of people until they've learned how to hear God's voice for themselves. So I'm gonna encourage you, you who are on YouTube who just asked this question, I wanna encourage you that you will hear him. You will know it's him. And that's your long-term story. And so you're in the awkward phase of building that connection. And when you're in that phase, sometimes you're like, I know it's God. And then two minutes later, you're like, I don't think I heard from God at all. Mm -hmm. This was really hard. So you just gotta press in, stand firm in your faith. So the first thing you hear is usually God. And I'm encourage you to stand on that uh, when it's something that feels like you could stand on it and just watch it play out. And you're gonna learn by your history again with God, build history with God. Awesome, number eight. Should I be in a particular setting to better hear God's voice? You know what's funny about this one? And I say this to some of you, cause some of you are like, I can't focus on God at all if I'm at a coffee shop or in public. I have to be completely quiet with certain music on, whatever. I'm the exact opposite. I want stimulation. I want to be in a mall. I want to be like, I do my devotional times. A lot of times I'll go down to this coffee shop where it's crazy and I just want to watch everybody and I'm praying and thinking and I want the stimulation around me. Sometimes I'll have a song on, I'll have a video playing and then I'm listening to God at the same time. So we're all different. So you have to find what works for you. You have to find what brings you into that space to where you connect with God and it's gonna be different for each one of us. These are so good, by the way. You're, you, you don't even need any time at all. We have, you didn't know these questions that I were I didn't know these questions, no, right. just gave them to me. All right, here we go. Number nine, um, does God wait for me to obey his first command before giving me another? Do you understand that question? Sometimes. Like, okay. Sometimes, I think there's sometimes that if we don't step out in faith, we're wanting another word. We're wanting another experience with God. He's like, wait, you haven't honored the first one. Like, go somewhere with that. I've seen people who've come up to me in prayer lines and said, can you give me a word about this? And my word to them, I'll literally hear from God to say, he already spoke to you, do what he told you. But there's other times where God's speaking about something on a different genre, a different way, a different, you're waiting on something with God. You do, you're kind of afraid because you're learning, you're maturing. And so God doesn't hold you responsible for disobedience if you're 
in your beginning stage of maturing, he's not like, I can't believe you're not doing it, as if you've already grown for 20 years. He's really gracious. And so sometimes he'll speak to you about a lot of things, even though you haven't stepped out on one, the main thing, and he's just that good. But if, if he needs to tell you, or if maybe he's quiet, and maybe it's because you haven't stepped out. So awesome, Sean, that's great. Number 10, are there times when God is silent? Uh, does this mean wait? Oh, sorry. Are there times when God is silent? Does this mean wait or does this mean no? Like when you feel like God is being silent? I think when God's being silent, it means, and I mean, look at me for this one. It means that God is saying, do what's in your heart because I trust your heart. I love your heart. I want you to, I want you to follow me inside of you by your instinct, by your spirit, spirit to spirit, my relationship with you, my word, as you're reading the Bible, walk it out the best way you can. And that brings me honor. And there's other times he's silent because he's developing perseverance in you, yes. There's times he's silent because maybe he wants you to go really deep into something and he wants you to really focus in a different way. But most of the times that God's silent, it means that we don't have to directly obey a certain course. We get to do what's in our heart creatively. And that's really fun too. I think God loves and enjoys watching how we'll choose to walk out our life. So good. I have so many follow-up questions, but I'm refusing to ask them. I didn't. I didn't put my comments in the thing in the below, so I don't have the privilege. Two you more. Here we go. You should have been on YouTube. I, my job is just to read the card. That's it. <laughs> so here we go. How do I know the promises God has for my life specifically? Pray. Like read the Bible and first read promises in the Bible for everybody. Like get a good promise Bible book, read general promises that are true for all believers. And then it starts to ask God, who are the people I'm called to love? Like what genre, what people group? Is it a region, a geography, an industry, an actual people group? Who are they? And then what can I do to love them well? What are some of the talents, skills, gifts, the calling, the sense of what I can do to serve them. And in that, you'll start to find it in a really deliberate way. All right, last one. Do people ever use God told me as a manipulative tactic? All the time. <laughs> yeah. It's like, course. we call it the God card. It's like, well, God told me, so I don't have to do what you're saying. Or I'm moving, I'm leaving your church. I was as a pastor. People would come to me and say, well, God told me to leave. Well, I, I'd be like, God just told you two months ago, this is your home church, and now he's telling you to leave. So people, a lot of times, get insecure about making a decision or sometimes they don't have a lot of emotional intelligence for how to you know, get, engage conflict in a healthy way or to engage a strong opinion. And so they're afraid of doing that. So they put the God card on it. This happens a lot with people who are in leadership. It happens a lot with people who are uh, not deeply planted in community. So what you wanna do if somebody throws a God card on something, you need to just call them out on it and say, I feel like we can't have a human to human conversation now because now God's spoken and I can't tell you how I feel. I can't, I can't be in, in a relative, relative zone here because now I just have to accept at face value that's God and we're gonna not have connection. And so if someone plays a God card and you call them out on it and just say, I feel uncomfortable with that. That was Sean Bowles and you can find that on YouTube if you search under Sean Bowles, How to Hear from God Q&A, Praise on TBN. You can also find out more information about him at bowlesministries.com. Encourage you to go live your 320 life in Christ, and I will see you again tomorrow. God bless.